Hello there. Welcome back to Star Wars in the Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Eli. Jacob cannot be with us this week, but I do have a great guest on with me. I have Pris here. Pris has been on our show uh, once before for the um, for the bracket stream of the Clone Wars and Rebels. Boy, were those chaotic times. Madness. Um, madness. Absolute madness. Um, and yeah, I've been wanting to get her back on for a while, but yeah, so welcome back on the show. First official time on the actual in a galaxy show. So welcome and welcome back. Howdy, howdy. Um, before we get into the main part of our episode, I do want to ask, um, it's a, been a tradition to ask how our guests got into Star Wars. So how do you get into Star Wars and how do you, did you get um, into, you know, tweeting like you do about it and all the stuff that you do around uh, Star Wars right now? Um, so like most people, I heard about Star Wars, like at a very young age, but I really didn't get like super into it until I was probably like six, seven, kind of eight years old. Uh, truth be told, a member of my family was watching me and they were hanging out with some friends and I was just hanging out by myself as a kid in a room full of VHSs and some of those VHSs had constellations and pretty pictures on them that said Star Wars and I thought, I guess I'll watch all of those right now. So I watched, um, yeah, I guess all all six at the time. And um, I kind of just became obsessed from there, but specifically with Princess Leia. Um, I was pretty obsessed with Princess Leia, like, growing up. I mean, I love all the characters in movies and stuff, and, like, the original trilogy will always, like, be my favorite. But, um, yeah, I was a big Leia nerd. Um, I, don't, I don't know if anyone can see, but behind me I have a wall of books of, and a lot of those are uh, Star Wars books. Uh, a lot of Princess Leia books, too. Um, so that's really how I got into it. But with the whole, like, tweeting about it. And um, I tweet about it less than I used to. But um, I, during the pandemic, I just really wanted, um, I guess, like, social interaction with people. And um, the Facebook doesn't like the sequels. So uh, I ended up on Twitter. <laughs> I have a Kylo yeah. Ren saber tattoo, so it's clear I'm a big fan of pretty much everything Star Wars. Um, but yeah, Facebook does not like the sequels as much as Twitter does, so I ended up on Twitter making a bunch of friends with a bunch of you nerds, and ever since then I write, I mean I write books and stuff, but I write nerdy Star Wars articles on on Bo-Katan's armor and all kinds of fun stuff, so yeah, it's pretty much how Good it happened. Stuff. That, that's great. Um, so pivoting a little bit to the main topic of our episode, um, Pris pitched me this idea and I loved it. Um, so at Star Wars Celebration, we got a lot of announcements on what's coming in the back half of this year. You know, we just came off of the back of Kenobi. Uh, we have three Star Wars television projects until the end of this year, which is crazy. I can't imagine myself saying that in any other year other than this one, but it's going to be like, it feels like it's going to be the new norm from yeah. here on out, which is Marvel's crazy the same to way. say. Yeah. Um, but so uh we have we have both we have both prepared our top three like predictions slash what we want to see in Andor, in Bad Batch season two, and in Tales of the Jedi. Uh how do you want to do this? Do you wanna I, I thought we would probably go Andor first because it's out first. Um do you wanna do one and then I'll do one or do you wanna do all three or what do you want to do? Um, yeah, we can start with Andor. Okay. Um, you want to go first? Uh, maybe do your first one. 
What do you want to see in Andor? I actually want to see less cameos. I want to see some, I want it to be its own thing outside of like, cause Mando and Boba Fett and Kenobi, like it all had so many characters we know and love. I kind of just want it to be like its own, if that makes any sense. That's really my main thing with Andor. Yeah, I, 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 I like that point. And this is interesting because I, I have talked about some characters that I'd like to see in some other um, of these properties, but I didn't in any of my, like none of my Andor wants are character wise. Um, they really aren't. Uh, and, and I think that is a, is a very good point you pose that like, y- yes, like the connected universe is really great. And when we get it, it really expands the universe in a great way, but I'm not sure we need that, that as much for this show. I agree. Um, yeah, completely. Yeah. It, it doesn't help that I'm less invested in Andor than I think the other two, just because I'm not as big of a fan as Ro- of Rogue One as some people are. Oh, I um, loved Rogue One. That being said, I'm a little sad about this show just because, like, it doesn't have them, you know? It's just yeah, him. It, it's that just makes him. me really sad inside. And, and and we might not see, like, like K2SO won't be in season one either. Um, oh, and... I didn't even think about that. That's, that's yeah, my they, other they, thing. My other prediction yes, is, like, they... I want I want lots of K2SO. Yeah, no, K2, they said K2 is going to be, not going to be in season one. I think maybe in season two, possibly. But um, they haven't Don't said anything about heart. that. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. But I, I'm interested to see all of these new characters, especially like um, Luthen Rail is that guy from the trailer, the Stellan Skarsgård yeah. character. Um, I think it'll be funny. Interesting. I, I was I was very much thinking it'll be very dark. I, I was. I'm expecting a very much a, a gritty tone to it, which is. I wouldn't be surprised if it was gritty, but I feel like Rogue One is so gritty that they might lean a little into less gritty, just because like they went so hard with Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I really, I feel like of all of these three, we're really flying the most blind into Andor. Yeah, no, I agree. We've got the one trailer, and that's it. Um, yep. yeah. Mine, but but good point about the cameos. My my first one would be I said the nitty gritty of the early rebellion. We're gonna see a lot of Mon Mothma in the show. I want to see who she goes to to start the rebellion, not just like for soldiers and stuff, but like who does she go for funding? Like yeah, Bale has a lot of money on Alderaan, I'm sure, but he can't be the only donor. Um, yeah, she she has to, she has to gain support, not just not just militarily and, and through war and stuff, but like politically and financially. And I'm hoping yeah. we'll see a little bit of those building blocks of the rebellion. Um, another one of my Andor predictions, logically we're going to get like this tragic parent backstory per the usual, like the, the Star oh, yeah. Wars formula, right? The fantasy formula, yeah. honestly. I kind of think his parents are going to be like different kinds of rebels that's my theory like i think we're gonna deviate from like the standard rebel story and maybe have some kind of like different element to it that's like i don't know like i don't know the vibe i'm getting is like i feel like they're gonna do something a little different somehow yeah i i actually do get that vibe a lot as well there's um well first of all there have been rumors out there and again i'm not i don't take rumors as 100 percent serious yeah. but sometimes they happen sometimes they don't but there have been rumors of Saw in there. 
there's there's been rumors of Saw on the show. And I think, you know, there's that line about of uh, that Cassian says about doing terrible things for the rebellion in Rogue One. Yeah, that's and, what I that's what I was referencing, yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to see I, I don't think I think it's a safe bet to see we're going to see some not so great sides of rebel movements in the galaxy. Yeah, because we're so used to like Leia and like all of these like really pure versions of like rebels, you know what I mean? But like we need yeah. to see like we need to see. I feel like we're gonna see more of like when it when it comes to like rebellions, like both in real life and in fiction, like there's a really dark actuality to it other than just like fighting the established like yeah. you know reigning dictatorship you know what i mean so yeah absolutely there's a there's very much like i feel like in the rebel stories we've gotten there there's very much been a you know re- the rebels often have to make make a choice and there's there's a right choice and a wrong choice and they yeah. almost always make the right choice. And I feel like Andor I think they might make to, the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think Andor is going to delve into the consequences of what happens when they make the wrong choice. I think if all of these predictions are right, then it will be grittier. I think it might start grittier and over time become kind of more like have like K two on and like kind of get into a more like kind of less dark, and then it obviously gets into Rogue One, which is kind of like a cluster of emotions. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I'm thinking of structures of the show. So, like, they've said that the show is going to be, well, the first season is going to span a year, mm. um, four years before Yavin. Um, and then the, no, that's not right. No, it is. It is. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I'm, I'm uh, but the, the second season is going to be four, like, different story arcs, all one year closer. So the first one's going to be three yeah. years, two years, one years, and then finally just before Rogue One. Yeah. And, I, and I'm interested to see what they do with that second season, especially because there's so much variety you can blend in there. There are so many, like, I think season one will be a separate entity, but I would not be surprised if we get yeah. quite a few cameos in season two. Um, That's fair. I I would not be surprised, but I think, I, I, I hope at least that, Season one will be a separate kind of stands entity on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Cassian and Mon and maybe Saw. Yeah. And maybe Bale. I hope they're new characters. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I definitely agree with that. Really, don't have a lot of predictions with this show just because it is such a wild card. It, it is. It is definitely a wild card. Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll put my two two others out in out in there. My second one was the entire Imperial Arsenal. I want to see the reign, because this army has conquered the entire galaxy, and I don't think we've seen the depth that there is. I want to see new kinds of stormtroopers, new kinds of weapons, new kinds of vehicles. I want to have it feel like the Empire is like... It it is really an Empire. It is really this empirical force, this huge force. Yeah. Um... And like, I, I want to see what what like what what experiments they're doing, what yeah. new technologies they're they're funding. I think that'd be really interesting. Um, and then the third one, and I think this is really key for Andor. Hope. I want to see hope. It's that's fair. I think it's going to be gritty, but what I love about Star Wars is even the grittiest stuff has hope. 
Yeah, um, I think it'll progress. Yeah. I, I at least hope it will lean towards hope. That's my thing. Yeah. I hope it will lean towards hope. I think, I hope that... I, I, don't, I don't think Rogue One, in my opinion at least, featured as much hope as I wanted it to. I won't deny I that it's it in could. there. Uh, what did you say? I said I don't think it could. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I, I hope that there's, like, still, like, even though they're doing terrible things, even though, like, I hope it's not just them doing terrible things and messing up over and over again. I hope it's, it's, it's two steps forward, one step back. It's that sort of storytelling where, where they do yeah. some things right and then they mess up in a serious way and they have to learn from that. Um, I think it's going to have very, like, original trilogy meets, like, Mando energy with that. Like, like there are dark things happening and, like, sad things happening, but, like, there's still a glimpse of hope. You know what I mean? That kind of, like, yeah. feeling. I, 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 I definitely can see that. I think that, again, and we've said this so many times, Andor is really a wild card. It is yeah. a wild card of what we're going into because we just don't know that much. I mean, it's it. there was that cool, like, I gotta say, as much as I was skeptical about Andor, when I saw that the in the trailer of the banging those uh, drums, I'm like, yeah, oh, this is gonna be different. Yeah, this is going to be off the beaten path of what we see. It's still gonna be very much Star Wars, but it's gonna be different. Yeah, I agree. Which I which I think is gonna be really interesting. Um, you want to move on to uh, let's see, you want to move on to Bad Batch two? Yeah. Okay, what's your first prediction for? Bad Batch 2. Uh, I think we're going to see more Fennec, for sure. You, and probably you, you, Cad. You think we're going to see more? I, I wasn't thinking about the bounty hunters as much, but I would I would get I would get that. Yeah, I would Especially think Especially with, like, you know, Mando and Boba and everything, like, I definitely see that happening. Like, that, it kind of feels like it's going to start kind of melding in a way. Yeah. That that does seem that does seem likely. I was actually so full disclosure, one of mine was uh the second one of mine was talking about amplified imperial forces. Like because the Bad Batch did pretty well for themselves in season yeah. one. So what so season two obviously has to get new threats in there. Yeah. And I was thinking very mainly on the Imperial side, but I wasn't thinking on the bounty hunter side, and I think you're right. I don't think Cad and Fennec will stop. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll be replaced with Imperials. I think they'll. I think Imperial stuff will just be added on. Yeah, I uh, agree. Spe speaking of Imperial stuff, I was thinking like, um, I think like Royal Guards, Death Troopers, or if we want to go really insane, if we want to go really insane, if we want to go really insane, Inquisitors. Okay, I see or, that. Or this is my complete, like, just fan, like, this is not going to happen, but it would be so cool if it did. If the Emperor, if, if, if the Emperor or, or Imperial Forces send Ochi of Bestoon after the Bad Batch, I will scream. Uh, <laughs> it'll be great. It's not going to happen. But yeah. But it would fit nicely if it did. It would fit that's, nicely if it did. That's fair. Um, no, um, but I, I, I think the, the more likely thing will be Bounty Hunters, maybe, maybe Inquisitors. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think another prediction I have is I think we'll learn more about Omega. I feel like there's more like 
cryptic. I don't know. I got that vibe, you know? More, more yeah. Secret. There's a lot of there's a lot of theories about Omega that remind me of a lot of theories about Ray and a lot of theories about Grogu, respectively. Fair. Um and I don't think they're done with her. I don't think they're no, done with her. No, I don't either. Uh I'm I'm wondering because I've I've been seeing a lot of this like if she's force sensitive, which gotta be honest, wouldn't love. But um the other one I've seen, which is a little weird and a little goofy, but I, I've kind of been in, I've kind of been warming up to in the past few years, yeah. is if she has all of the other Bad Batch's skill sets combined. Oh, so that she would has record cool. strengths and, and and crosshairs uh, accuracy and uh, hunters uh, hunters like senses and all that kind of stuff. All of that combined. That'd be cool. Which, yeah, I'm warming up to, um, but I, I definitely think we're gonna see more about Omega in the Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I'll throw uh my my second one down. We've seen we've obviously seen Gunji in the trailers. Um, I don't want him to be the only youngling to have survived. I want I don't uh, either, yeah. my my main girl Katuni to to have survived. Aww. She's my favorite of all of them. And I want her to have survived, and I want her to, uh, to I want to see that she's okay, yeah. and I want to just like if she doesn't do anything, that's fine. I just want to get confirmation that she survived Order sixty six. That's um, fair. Um, it, it, my yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say like if, if she if she's with Hondo, that would be even better. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's go go ahead to your final one. Uh, my final one would be okay. So we're all wondering what's gonna happen with Crosshair, right? Um, yeah. Um, death. That's you want theory. death for Crosshair. I don't want it. I'm just saying I have a feeling it's gonna you, happen. You think Crosshair is gonna? You think Crosshair is gonna bite it? Um. Okay. I don't see the. I don't see trust happening. I feel like it's gonna be like a martyr situation. You know, like I feel so like, like cross like crosshair that. dies for the batch. Yeah, like that's like the way that they like that's the redemption arc kind of thing. I I see a martyr. I see the making of a martyr. You know. Interesting. Who do you think kills crosshair? I don't know. Like there is a definitely like a situation where like a random stormtrooper could kill him. Like like when yeah. they're all pinned down and like, like a death trooper. Or like a death trooper or some unnamed character, yeah. but like if yeah. it would be a main character, I'm trying to think of who it could be. Cat. No, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking like maybe if we take my crackpot idea about having an inquisitor in there, maybe an inquisitor yeah. kills crosshair. Yeah. But like no, I see that. I, I'm now now it just feels like again, Bad Batch season two, all these projects are really shrouded in mystery a lot. Um yeah. uh, but Bad Batch, I feel like we have the most to go on just because of because the trailer has revealed more to us about the second season than either of the other two things. Yeah. Um, uh, we did your three, so I guess I just have my final one, which is to nail down a greater purpose for the Bad Batch. That's fair. What are their, what is their, like, we already saw who they're not going to be after Order 66. Now I want to find out who they're going to be. Cause yeah. They were created, again, this is, a lot of this is explored in season one, but not answered. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't think it needed to be, but I, but there is very much, they were created for one thing and now they don't need to do that thing anymore. And yeah. who are they going to become in this new era and what is their role going to be? I don't know. I mean, my hope is, and my, where I would personally take the story is that I would, like, I'd probably make them a part of the early rebellion. Yeah. But that's just my instinct, and I could totally see that going in a completely other direction. Um, there's been some suggestions of them all dying. I've seen some suggestions of they're all gonna die. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't I'm like not, it, but I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not convinced right now. I, I Right now I'm saying it's not the direction I would go in. And I have trust that, issues. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. Star Wars loves killing off characters, but the only thing Star Wars loves doing more than killing off characters is bringing them back, apparently. Uh, yeah, except the one we all want. <laughs> what? Sorry? Did I say that out loud? Oh, yeah, right. That one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if, if like, because if they all end out dead, that'll be an interesting, because that's not a very, like, we haven't seen a lot of that Star Wars animation. We haven't seen a, that, that bleak nature in Star Wars animation. That is how the Clone Wars felt for me. I mean, it wasn't everyone, but it was... <laughs> it was almost everyone. Yeah, it, it was a lot of people, actually. Yeah, you're right. It was. That's why was... I think we all feel that way about Bad Batch, because it's like... Yeah. And even it, Rebels, a lot of people died. A lot of people die in Rebels. Though, actually, not many main... I remember, like, when Season 4 was coming out, I thought a lot more main characters were going to die than actually did. Yeah, but It like, was Caden and Gregor. That was it. They killed so many characters in all of the animated shows. I would not be surprised if they killed yeah. everyone in this one, too. Yep, I can see that. Yeah. Um, should we go on to Tales of the Jedi? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What's your first prediction? My first prediction... I don't really have any predictions per se. Okay, I should say, okay, my first prediction, and then I'll do wants, because my first prediction is that none of this is going to really matter. And what I mean by this is it seems like, um, it reminds me of Marvel's What If, in the sense of, like, it seems like one of those shows that's going to be fun, but not, like, necessary. If that makes any sense. I think it's going to be, I think it's like filler episode. Like, it feels like it's going to be for entertainment value and not actually for anything that, like, we need to know. I I wouldn't call it exactly filler, but I get where you're coming from. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think they will tell, I, I, don't, I don't think they will tell a pivotal part of the story. I don't think. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything that, like, you need to know if you missed it, like, yikes kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think this will be foundational. I, I think this is just, like, I remember hearing about it um, at the panel um, from the uh, from the people's recounts of the panel at Celebration. People, like, people were saying that Dave was writing these ideas on planes to and from the Mandalorian shoots. And it all felt like it felt like a very just because we could um, series. And 
I don't think that means that these aren't going to be good. I expect them to be No, I don't either. Good. I just don't think they're going to be, like, quintessential. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're going to be yeah. the most... Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to be... And, and it is interesting because, like, the animated shorts idea, I think they, there could be some interesting parallels to Visions. Sure. Yeah. No, I see that. Because Visions is... Like, I, I love Visions. And I loved all Same. nine shorts... Some more than others, of course, but um, I think that, yeah, I think that these will be like moments in time. I think that's yeah, like you can watch all of Star Wars and miss this and not miss much, but it's still an enjoyable thing. Yeah, and it will still. I'm sure it will still expand the universe in ways and talk and tell us about events that 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 are exciting and that have substance to them. Um, my first one, this is a complete shot in the dark. This one's like, this one's probably not going to happen, but like, I'm just putting it out there because I feel like I can't not. I want to see animated Sifo-Dyas. We know we're going to get those three Dooku shorts. Full disclaimer, so they're, uh, so Tales of the Jedi is three, um, for those of you who don't know, three Dooku shorts and three Ahsoka shorts. Um, two of the, mine, my wants are about the uh, Dooku shorts. Um, and one of them is I want to see a, a, a living Sifo-Dyas. Because we know oh, cool. him and Dooku were good friends. And, yeah. and I want to see more of that relationship. Because clearly he was very important to the Sith's plot against the Republic and the Jedi after he died. And I want to yeah. see what he was more like when he was alive. I understand he's in Master and Apprentice a little bit. But um, yeah, I want to see more Sifo-Dyas. Mine is also shot in the dark. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, for those of you that don't know, there is an Ahsoka book, and in the yep. Ahsoka book, uh, it's after 66, um, she helps these girls um, on this planet and develops this friendship, and there's kind of like a romantic aura about it. I would love to see the two of them in a... Sh- I don't think... I don't. I think it's mostly going to be little Ahsoka. Um, that's what it seemed to be. But um, I would love to see those girls animated and, like, those book characters brought to life. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see it. I would lose my mind. I think it might be more likely than you you think. Because one of the images I remember seeing at um, people post online was Ahsoka facing off against an Inquisitor. Which is what, which, yeah. Yeah. Which seems to be the sixth brother who she faced off against in that book. Yeah. So... I'm not saying it's well, guaranteed I just to happen. Know, I just know that they asked E.K. Johnson some stuff, but they haven't get. She hasn't like, you know, said anything like for sure. But I know that they asked her some stuff about. Them. <laughs> so I'm really, because because here's the thing: I remember seeing on her Instagram that it was the first that the Tales of the Jedi stuff was the first she'd heard about this. Like, the, the celebrating stuff. Well, I don't think they asked her some questions like, hey, for the Tales of the Jedi, we're thinking about doing oh. this. I think they just hit her up one day and was like, we have some questions about the Ahsoka book. And she answered them having no idea what they were going to be used for. Oh, yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, there were some tweets she made. I don't know if it was last year where she was like, oh, like, I don't know. She, like, hinted at something. I could be wrong. But, like, it seemed like maybe they had bugged That's her completely possible. questions about some stuff. Um, yeah, that's completely possible. Um, what's your second one for Tales of Jedi? Uh, that's my second one. That, oh, the... I hope that we get to see that, um, 
we get to see like more characters from the books. Okay. Um, so I guess we're going to my second one. There we go. Um, my second one is we know Qui-Gon is going to be in the Dooku shorts. And I want to see more of the relationship between him and Dooku. I think we will see this, but you know, there's that line that um, that Dooku says to Obi Wan in Clones about how Qui Gon would have would have joined him if he were still alive. He saw the corruption in the Senate, and I wonder exactly what the relationship was like between Dooku and Qui Gon because they're both yeah. incredibly stubborn, and I mean that in the best way for both of them. Yeah, but. And I and I'd love to see some of their conversations about the Force and the Jedi and their roles in the galaxy yeah. and where they differed and where they came together and all that kind of stuff. I think you get that energy from Qui Gon in Master and Apprentice. Like I think you understand more of like his feelings towards the Senate, like just his feelings towards everyone and like how like that's kind of true if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I'm 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 I want to pick up Master and Apprentice at some point. It's really um, good. And I will highly recommend. Yeah, I'm. I I I loved Bloodline. I I, I, yes. I loved Claudia Gray's writing in Bloodline. So um, I I I have so much uh, Star Wars reading to get to because I just um, because I'm still trying to catch up on High Republic too. Yeah, so. yeah. I haven't caught up on High Republic. <laughs> I'm I'm halfway into Rising Storm. I still need to do Star after me. that. I've read like yeah. two High Republic books, but there's so many. So yeah, there are you know? so there are really. So I'm I'm just committing myself to the adult novels. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing. I read See, Light, loved it. I would say that, but Star Wars still sends me the YA novels, and I gotta read them to review them. They send me the YA novels before they send me the adult novels, so I get them for free. Of course, I'm gonna read those first. Yeah. The what is what are those? Uh, Test of Courage. And yeah. Midnight Horizon. Um, I did get the third Padme book. That was fantastic, by the way. Uh, Queen's mean, Hope. Yeah. Yeah. It's behind. yeah. I I, I want to again. It's it's one of those like so many on the to do list. It's um, on the list. I yeah. My thing was I was reading High Republic and then Shadow of the Sith came out and I'm like, okay, this is going to be the greatest Star Wars book of all time. I need to read this. And then it indeed was the greatest Star Wars book of all time. Um, and so. Um, and now I'm getting back into High Republic. But yeah, what's your third one for Tales of the Jedi? My third one is just like a want. I really want to see like Happy Dooku. That's an interesting point. Because we never really see him like... I really want to see like what he was like before everything went down, you know? Like I want I want like yeah. a, a, good, a good, good moment with him. Like Dooku as a hero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see that. It's something I hadn't, like, it's something that seems so obvious to me now, but, like, I hadn't really thought about it as much. Yeah. Yeah, I no, absolutely. Him, like, a hero, you know? Just for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> no, absolutely, because we get the sense, even in clones, that he is a good guy who's just misguided. Yeah. Um, and, and, no, that's a really interesting point. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um... So my final one was indeed about Ahsoka, um, <laughs> and specifically about the the stuff post sixty six, because I want to see because so we see Ahsoka face many trials and tribulations in the Clone Wars, yeah, and she's very much an underdog character where she gets put in these horrible situations and she comes yeah. out on top every single time, 
And then after Order 66, especially in like in the Rebels content, in the live action content, she takes on more of a mentor role. Yeah. Um, which is cool, and I like that a lot. But I want to see her having having her own struggles. I want to see fair. her. I want to see adult Ahsoka still getting in over her head with some situations, and still like. I, I want to see her, because in Rebels she very much, it, it feels like very much most of the time she has everything. She has a lot of things together. Yeah. And but it, that's I, not realistic. Yeah, and, and and like it's it's. I get it because she's not the main character of the story anymore. Yeah. But I'm excited to see something where she is and hopefully to have more of those struggles. Um, like she does, like she does in Ahsoka, like she does, uh, you know, in Siege of Mandalore, like she does all of those times. And I'm not saying she doesn't struggle at all, like that Twilight the Apprentice, like that is yeah. Ahsoka facing her worst fears. But that in Shroud of Darkness for me and Rebels are pretty much it. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think and, it would be and... interesting. She's yeah, she feels too put together in Mando, and but like yeah, yeah. I I actually I'll I'll credit this one to really Kenobi Kenobi because I I really do feel like because Obi Wan is very very put together in yeah for sure Twin Sons and New Hope, but but we all want to see Obi Wan get to be that person post 66 to a new hope and that's what kenobi did so well um and i i guess i want to see that for ahsoka as well i totally agree yeah any other wants for for this or any other content um for the rest of the year because like i know we have stuff we haven't talked I feel about like we're good for the rest of the year um yeah. for the foreseeable future i really want to see more star wars content made outside of like the jedi um, that's just, like, I feel like, I feel like we expected that with Mando, and we didn't get that, and I'm not complaining, because I really like Mando, and, like, I really like where the story's taken us, but I would like more stories in which they kind of just stand their own, you know? Yeah, I understand that. I think we're going to get that quite a bit, like, I think Andor and eventually, yeah. are going to give us yeah. a lot of that. Um, I think especially Andor, I don't think, this is interesting. Do you think we will see a lightsaber in Andor? Hmm. Yes. But I don't think it'll be a lot. Yeah, I, I've I like because because that's my thing is like I don't think my I think we'll see my personal prediction, and this could be totally wrong. I think we will see one lightsaber. I think we will see a lightsaber ignited by Darth Vader. I was just about to say, I think it'll be red. <laughs> I, 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 I think we might get a little Vader cameo. Like, I don't think it'll be longer than two minutes. Um, I can see that. I, I, de I can definitely see them pulling out the, like, like, imagine if, like, the Imperial, the main Imperials at the end of season one, they're like, they're, they fail at their main mission and they have to report back to Vader. I could definitely mm. see, like, a Hey, Lord yeah. Vader, sorry, we messed up on this one. And, and, and Vader's yeah. like, and, and, and Vader, and, and we just like see the lightsaber and then it just like cuts to black or something like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's um, a very, yeah. It's that's a, a very, it's a, that's a very, move. yeah. 
that's that is interesting i'm like we're gonna quote I, the I, podcast I, when that exact scene happens exactly and i mean technically so i've had a decent I, i've had a decent track record i've had one track record i predicted um the final scene of the believer where mando does the you have something i want back to gideon yeah so, i predict a um, lot of mando stuff to my husband and he's like i don't know babe just i believe you you <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember, um, I believe it was a friend of the show, DeVore, who predicted um, the Bo-Katan thing in the air. So that, that's who it was. Um, he was like, I think it, like, Bo-Katan's going to take off her helmet, and then Mando's going to be like, what are you doing? And yeah. then I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, DeVore, you got it right. Um, that, that's, that's really fun, is looking back on these things. Um, yeah, for sure because we don't do because we don't do this type of content a lot not say this content's bad at all i'm just saying like we this is not the usual yeah. style of the galaxy um but looking back at this stuff and saying oh we were totally wrong about this one oh we were totally yeah. we totally got that that one um i was yeah. wrong about boba i was so right about the sequels though I wish that I had Star Wars Twitter and that I could, like, screenshot, but I remember, like, after certain movies, like, literally looking at, like, my mom or my friends or my family, whoever I went with, and being like, this is what's gonna happen, and I was right, <laughs> like, I, I, like, 60% yeah. of the time, 70% of the time, like, I guess, I guess the whole, like, you know, like, Raylo kiss, I actually suggested as a joke, it was, like, a half guess, like, half joke, that... Ray was gonna be a Palpatine. I was like, wouldn't it be so crazy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I um the one I remember doing, and this was again, this was my half jokingly one. Um, yeah. Actually, this one was really half jokingly. I'm. I. This is my. Wouldn't it be crazy if? I remember on the way to Solo, I was talking to some of my friends, um, and saying, wouldn't it be crazy if Enfys Nest removed uh their helmet and it was a woman? beneath the helmet <laughs> and then it happened i'm like okay we love her uh, she's awesome i love her she's so, so much. pretty she's so cool yeah she's awesome we need to see her in andor oh i want to so bad oh my gosh yeah we need to see we need to see Enfys nest in, in amanda like the cloud riders yeah give me the like give, give me all the cloud the Rider only stuff. problem is how old would she be that would be a little hard with the actress because she's young so she would be well, like let's see cgi because i wouldn't think it because i was i wouldn't think it'd be that hard because solo is 10 years and andor one is four years and it's been four years since mean, Solo. Yeah. And it was six years in universe. So that's not terrible. It's just because the age the actress was, she's like my age. I think she was younger when they filmed it. Just the way your face and body changes yeah. like in your teens and early 20s and stuff. That's my only thing. Is like if it was like a 30-year-old actor or actress versus like a 36-year-old, it really wouldn't look different. But when it comes to like... A sixteen-year-old oh. versus a twenty-four-year-old, like she yeah. Might look a lot I, I was just looking up just to see, and I just looked it up. She's twenty-three, so yeah, that. Would so be... she probably looks a lot different now, a little bit. Yeah, that would yeah. be concerning. Makeup. Yeah. We can make her look yeah. a little young. We can get the little highlight on, you know, just a little. Yes, I, I'm. I'm sure if if they if they're doing it, they thought about it. Yeah. Um. But 
yeah. Um, before, but I would uh, want it to we, be the same actress for sure. She did great. Oh, She's absolutely. Erin awesome. Kellerman is great. Um, uh, before we wrap up this episode, um, we like to do um some interview questions we ask to all of our guests. Um, uh, just about your Star Wars tastes and stuff. Um, sure. So, uh, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Leia. I mean. Shocker. Yes, yes. I mean, just yes. Like, she's she's awesome. Uh, I love Leia. Um, what is your Star Wars movie ranking? If you don't have a ranking, you can just do, like, a top five or a favorite. Um, okay, number one, Empire, obviously. Uh, <laughs> number two is Rogue One. Shocker. Um, number three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, number four, I'm going to say... Hmm, I'm going to say Return of the Jedi. Five, I'm going to say The Last Jedi. Um, and I love Attack of the Clones. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I would probably... The Force Awakens is a good one. I would rank The Rise of Skywalker as, like, the bottom of my list. And um, I don't... I didn't dislike Solo, but it's not my favorite. Yep, that's my ranking. <laughs> I noticed one that wasn't on there. Where's um, Menace and all of that? Um. Okay. Okay. My my bottom. My bottom. It's like the lowest would be Rise of Skywalker, then the Phantom Menace. I love that movie for nostalgia reasons, but for like rewatch, it's not the highest on my rewatch list. And then probably solo okay. and then like the uh the force awakens and new hope yeah there's my so i did top to middle and then bottom to middle <laughs> that's, that's that's good that's good um what is your favorite non-movie star wars media that people are missing out on books the books all of the books all of the books all of the time i uh think everyone should read all of the books forever and all of you need to catch up because i have conversations to have with you people and none of you uh specific favorites um okay i really love the padme trilogy i know like i love claudia gray don't get me wrong. I think we're mutuals on Instagram. Like, I'm an author. She's an author. She's a much more talented author, but she's amazing. I love Claudia Gray, but the Padme trilogy is everything to me. Yeah. I, I've, I've, we mentioned, you mentioned the Padme trilogy a few times, and you mentioned, we mentioned obviously Ahsoka, and I get that you're a big fan of E.K. Johnston. I am. Um, yeah i think i think claudia gray um of all like the authors has like the most uh like lovely um like writing style but in terms of like content i'm a really big fan of um like ek's work and stuff like yeah, yeah. just the stories yeah, no. that she gets to tell are my favorite like i just love all the handmaidens and sabe and i love i love actually getting to see the girls as girls and as badasses you know it's a good balance yeah, um, I've I've heard great things about all three books. Um, I again, it's one of those things where I have so many on my list, but I definitely like you've definitely convinced me a lot in the Padme books, um, specifically. Um, who is your favorite Star Wars background character? 
background character. The first one that comes to mind is K2 right now. I feel like it's just because we've had this conversation. Honestly, Sabe, like if I really want to, like the, my deep answer, but my like shallow answer is K2. <laughs> no, Sabe is great. And Sabe has gotten a great expanded role in the canon. Like, I don't know if you've been keeping up. I, so I have the been. Vader comics. Is that what you're about to say? Yes, that was, I was, yeah. was going to say. <laughs> I was. I, I, I do the I subscribe to the Vader comics specifically because of the OG content and I also just get and then I get the great storytelling around the OG content I'm like okay yeah. double win um I and, specifically started reading them because I heard my girls were in it so yeah no it's no Sabe rocks in it and she has a great um she just has a great story in these, these most recent issues with um and we see Kitster again which yeah. is wild I did not expect to see a grown-up Kitster wow um, what, in your opinion, what's the coolest Star Wars species? That's so hard. The coolest Star Wars species. Mm. Now my brain is like, Okay, what is, okay, here's my question. I'm going to sound dumb. This is one of the few things I don't know. What species is, is, is our, is our lovely frog lady, lizard lady? <laughs> Does she have species? I don't know this one. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know either. So, um, so, so she, I just looked it up. She does not have a species name right now. Okay, it's either, okay, if I'm giving, like, my, like, full answer, it's either Togruta or, like, Twi'lek, but yeah. I really like her little <laughs> species, and just, like, I don't know, I just thought it was really cute, and I found that. We're gonna pull a Yoda with like this ball. and just call it Frog Lady Species. Frog Lady Species, yeah, I, I, she's my new fave, but, like, my, my deep fave is, is probably Togruta or, like, Twi'lek or something, you know, I like, yeah. I like all my, all my girls with funky, funky heads, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, I, I was, you actually, like, got me there. I, I was like, wait, what is Frog Lady Species? That's what I was thinking. Did I was like, know? I was like, fake fan. <laughs> I can't think of it. You would have thought they would have clarified it by now. But um, uh, what is your favorite Star Wars planet? Mm, Naboo. Yeah. Listen. Classic. Classic choice. It's is so pretty. <laughs> it really is. It's great. Um, is it actually just Italy? Yeah, but <laughs> yes, it, it is. It is it, it is Star Wars Italy, and who who hates that? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, if you were in the Star Wars universe, what do you think your job would be? You know, I've thought about this a lot. And, like, I want to say something cool. Like, I want to say that I'd, like, be a bounty hunter. I'd be a rebel or I'd be some... I mean, I have rebel tattooed on my back. But in reality, I'd be, like, the servant to one of the royals on Alderaan that dies or something. <laughs> like, or I'd be, like, one of the queens that came after Padme's handmaiden or something like that's reality but like in my head I want to say that I would be like a rebel 
I know. No, no, no. I know exactly what I'd do. I would be one of the people that sings or like plays an instrument and like one of the like the like the like more risque cantina bands. Like think of like Rogue One. Like that's what I'd be. Yeah, realistically. Yeah, uh, I could I, I, absolutely. There that it, it's so interesting to think of all like the different careers and occupations in the Star you could Wars. Just be galaxy. like a junk collector. Like you could just yeah. be a junk. Co- you could have a thrift store, a Star Wars like consignment shop where you just sell like scraps of trash. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh. You know, there's that famous uh, George Lucas behind the scenes quote. Um. You know, it's like poetry. You know, they rhyme. Every stanza sort yeah. of rhymes the last. What's your favorite, it's like poetry, it rhymes moment in Star Wars? It doesn't have to be from movies. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that, like, uh, Ben and Ray feel like a reverse Padme and Anakin. Like, it feels like that romantic arc and, like, story arc in reverse. Uh, similar endings, but, um, but yeah, it feels like that kind of dynamic in reverse. Um, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm trying to think of another one. Um, there was a moment in Kenobi with, um, with Leia and, um, and something she says, like, I'm just Leia or something to Kenobi. And I'm pretty sure that's a line in Bloodline. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, that's a line in either Princess of Alderaan or Bloodline or, like, really similar, and that gave me one of those kinds of, like, feelings. Interesting. That's, that's a, that's a really good catch. Um, if you could take one item or force power from Star Wars into the real world, what would it be? One item or force power? I would love to be able to... That sounds so bad, but, like, can you imagine, like, you just, like, walk up to your professor and you're, like, you are giving me an A, like. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I'd become you, a villain. I'd become a villain. This is your villain origin story. Yeah, if that was possible, I'd be a villain, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I understand the temptation. I really do. <laughs> um, uh, and finally, um. We have an ongoing uh, debate at In a Galaxy with um, our friend, uh, the aforementioned Devor from Larger the Force, um, over the pronunciation of a certain character's name. Uh, I'm going to show you this character. All you need to do is just tell me how you pronounce her name. Um, I'll just say this. She hit the ship. It wasn't her fault that they used a decoy. Um, so... What, so whatever you so here it's her fault. It it isn't. It's not her fault that they use it for. What's this character's name? I don't actually know how I'd pronounce it. I'm like, I would say Zom. That wasn't actually the part I was talking about, but like, but Wessel? but interesting. Okay, cool, great. Um, if, are so, people saying like weasel? So people are saying. So here's what the debate has been. So um, in the game Star Wars Bounty Hunter, um, okay. she introduces herself. Hi, I'm Zam Wizel. Um, and apparently, like fellow podcaster <laughs> Devor was like, I never thought of Wessel as a name, and I'm like, I'd always pronounced it. Jacob and I were both like, we'd always pronounced it Wessel. We had no idea that anybody would pronounce it different than Wessel. 
Um, and so we keep asking people, Wessel or Wazell? And one person has said Wazell, and everybody else said Wessel. Okay, okay. So, like, a lot of my family um, comes from Kuwait, which is in the Middle East. Um, and so it makes sense for Star Wars that her first name would be pronounced Zam, because, like, that's a very Star Wars way of pronouncing things. But, like, in terms of the Middle East, it would have been Zam, if that makes any sense. Like, if, if you were to pronounce a name, like, that's how I would think to pronounce it. But Wassel yeah. is made up. That's fake. Sorry. <laughs> no. Wassel? <laughs> what? What is this? Like, no. It's a fun... It's a funny thing. I've been using this clip to define. I think I posted this once on Twitter, and I, I what, should like a Glazelle? Yeah. I, I should repost this again, but my guide to pronouncing her last name is, um, I'm sure you've seen Froton. Um, when the Duke of, um, when, when, when the Duke character is asked how to pronounce his name, when uh, they they constantly call him the Duke of Weaseltown or something like that. That's why goes, I thought Weaseltown. of Weasel. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought of Weasel, because I'm like, do people pronounce it Weasel? Is that what's happening? But no, that's funnier. No, I, I was thinking, like, like every time I think, the Duke of Weselton. And so you just, like, you just do that. That's how you, know you what I thought you were going to ask me? I thought you were going to ask yeah. me if I say at-at or at-at, honestly, because that's quite a debate. <laughs> yeah, it, I've been seeing that debate go off on Twitter over the last few days again. Um, as oh, has well it resurfaced? It, it's resurfaced again the last few days. Um, I say ATAT, but I'm aware that it's technically at at. I think I say ATAT as well. The one I've also seen coming up on Twitter a lot is um, the main villain of the Higher Republic is getting a lot of it. Is it Marshawn Rowe or is it Markeon Rowe? Um, and I, I'm aware if I'm aware that Charles Soule has pronounced it Markeon. I've said Marshawn. I don't like that. I don't like Markeon. Markeon. Uh, I, I've said I've said Marshawn Rowe, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Um, Me but, too. And I'm mostly I'm gonna say it because that is Markeon. Wow, I just did it. Marshawn Rowe is the best character in the higher public. Like that guy is incredible. Love that guy. Um, goes goes crazy. Um, but. I think that's about it. Um, this is yeah. the time where we, uh, where can you be found? Where can people find you? Hi. Um, I can be found all over the internet. Um, my Twitter is at authorpris. That's probably where I talk the most about Star Wars stuff, but also like books and geeky stuff in general, a little bit of anime here and there. Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere else. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at Priscilla Rose Author. I write books, and I also talk about other people's books and movies and TV shows and all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and you can find my shenanigans pretty much anywhere. That's great. I will put all of those down into the description. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of Star Wars in a Galaxy. Next week, Jacob and I will be doing season, we'll be starting season 10 and a half, we're unofficially calling it. Of Star Wars in a Galaxy, we are going to be talking about Star Wars Visions. Um, we started this show before Visions came out, and it just so happens that out of the nine Visions sorts, six of them take place during or before the Empire era. So we figured we need to stall a bit of time for a bit of time because we don't want to cover Bad Batch 2 as it's coming out. So we decided we're going to stick Visions in there. Cool. Um, and so uh, next week we are going to be talking about The Village Bride and The Elder, the two pre-Clone uh, Wars, no, wait, the two, two pre-Empire vision shorts. 
which I'm very excited to talk about. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at InnaGalaxyPod, Instagram at Star Wars in a Galaxy. Uh, you can listen to us, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, we will be there. If we're not, email us, SWInnaGalaxy at gmail.com. And um, oh, at least a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you can. Uh, really does help our visibility. And um, until next time, uh, may the force be with you always.